0: And we are back, David Carl's show for the DU hockey team, Pioneers eight-time national champions getting ready to kick off their season Friday night against Arizona state. And uh, joining me, of course, David. And, uh, you know, we talked about Lindenwood and pretty much everything you said came true. Denver ends up going on the win uh, nine to one, the total. Um, but really the freshman that you had mentioned and then some of the uh, other guys that you were excited about in training camp uh, clearly showed um, why uh, this is gonna be an exciting team to watch this year.
1: Yeah, I think the, uh, the exhibition provided a really good um, opportunity for us as we kind of navigate our way and into ramping up for the full season start here against ASU at home this, this coming weekend. And, you know, there's, there's a difference between summer hockey and, and then getting into training camp practice and then a scrimmage in training camp and then an exhibition game. And now we, we get ready for, uh, for Arizona state coming in this weekend. And so certainly, I mean, I think the weekend this past weekend provided us with what we needed with doing an inter-squad scrimmage on uh, Friday and then playing a full game on Saturday thought Lindenwood gave us, um, some good looks and some good things that we need to get better at and and then secondly we were able to um, execute some things and, and put the puck in the back of the net so all in all um, you know we couldn't have scripted it much better.
0: I thought it was uh, uh, sort of funny I wanted to get your uh, take on uh, 50-year graduate senior Ryan Barrow uh, saw all sorts of time in that third period. I almost right up to the last shift, maybe the last shift. Now, was that coming from him or was that coming from you?
1: No, and I, I heard your broadcast, and you were you were amazed that he was still out there. But uh, no, we, you know we um, it's a great question. I mean, in the second period, uh, we chose to shut down the Brink Savoy Gutman line, and then uh, Brett Stapley and Mike Benning and Kyle Mayhew. Um, and probably in normal circumstances, we would have shut down Ryan as well, but we felt like we needed 11 forwards and, um, for, for, I would say, uh, physical or medical reasons was why we chose, um, those four forwards. And so, um, Ryan needed to play. And then I thought, you know, we hadn't killed any penalties yet, uh, up to that point. So getting him some time on the kill against some live fire I thought was, would be beneficial for him. And, um, and then we get to kill the three against five for a little bit of time. So we got some reps at that too. So um, yeah, probably wasn't fully planned or scripted for him to be a part of the third as much as he was, but at the end of the day, it gets him in game shape and uh, ready to go for this weekend.
0: Yeah. He's an older man
1: now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's starting to go gray and you know the, the <laughs> hairline's thinning. so. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. Well, you know, obviously the, the last year was uh, in the words of many, uh, miserable, uh, not only for the Denver hockey team, but for college hockey, uh, in general, you guys were able to battle through it. Yeah. I think you played a total of, uh, 24 games. So you got a huge season in front of you now. Um, what have been, uh, some of the changes that, that you've noticed already with, uh, guys preparing, uh, to go into a full season, knowing that, uh, you know, this is going to be a, a long road ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just um, the ability to plan and prepare in a, you know, a, a relatively normal structure and environment. And um, for us, that started, you know, in Denver and on our campus, things started to open up in the springtime of uh, 2021. And so it really started with, you know, our season ended and we sent the guys home for um two weeks time and they came back we did our year-end meetings and um and from that point on they were they were lifting together they were spending time with one another the guys who were coming back and then it fed right into our summer um where guys were able to come back to denver um you know for the majority of the summer to lift and train with shawzi you know having our young pro alumni in the building they get to be Around those guys, our incoming freshmen get to be here for six weeks, and so it just kind of it's been the normal, natural progression that our players and our staff are are accustomed to, um, and then it feeds into um, you know the fall here where we had three full weeks of practice. Um, you know, we get to do an inter squad scrimmage, we get to um, play an exhibition game, and and now we're we're hitting the ground running. Whereas you side by side that last year and you know you're going into the pod in december with um seven practices under your belt with full team and um it's right into the hornet's nest with north dakota twice duluth and saint cloud and it was what it was i think um one of the things in looking back on last year's playing exclusively that schedule and playing north dakota seven times um arguably one of the best teams in college hockey last year um, that we've seen in the last 10 years, I think it really hardened our, our those freshmen and our sophomores of last year's group where um, we were forced into a lot of uncomfortable situations that um, we're now hopefully able to um, use to our advantage as we start our regular season play against Arizona State this weekend.
0: Yeah, and before we jump into Arizona State, which uh, as we know, uh, four non-conference games against Arizona State this year. But uh, back to the NCHC, um, in the preseason polls and, and when you and I talked before, uh, it was pretty much thought of that St. Cloud State goes in as the preseason favorite, obviously playing in the national championship game last year. And then uh, because of the uh, pandemic rule and the transfer portal, getting so many of their players back. But between that and everybody else, it, it really is going to be extremely difficult to, to figure out where everyone's gonna fall as this conference goes on and, and how much of that is because of these returning 50 or seniors and then transfers like the one you got Cameron Wright out of Bowling
1: Green. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you, you do the pandemic and you, you add the extra year for everybody, not just the seniors, but every, you know we get, a, we get to do this for three summers. Um, it's not just this summer. And so it provides a really um, unique twist to the whole plot of, you know, trying to maintain um, dominance or, you know, have a bounce back year whatever it is that a given team is um, trying to deal with. It it adds a different layer of complexity to it. And you've seen teams in our league approach things differently, um, you know, and and it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But yeah, St. Cloud, you know, gets all of their, you know, 50 years back. Um, North Dakota brings in, I think, five transfers. Um, Duluth brings in one, but brings back five guys. Western and Omaha bring back pretty much everybody. Um, you know, we obviously only bring back Ryan Barrow and, and Cameron Wright we bring in with a, you know, really talented and dynamic freshman class. So, um, yeah, it'll it'll be very unique. I think, you know, trying to simplify it a little bit for us is just, um we made the decisions we made in the springtime um we obviously stand by them and we're excited about the freshman group that we have and our goal is to as it has been in the early going is to just look like a different team um you know week to week and month to month and certainly there's some older teams in our league but we feel that um we continue to improve and get better we we close that gap and um we're a very dangerous hockey club
0: All right, we'll take a quick break here on the David Carl Show. We'll be back on the Pioneer Radio Network. And we are back, David Carl's show for the DU hockey team. Pioneers, eight-time national champions, getting ready to kick off their season Friday night against Arizona State. And uh, joining me, of course, David. And, uh, you know, we talked about Lindenwood, and pretty much everything you said came true. Denver ends up going on the win, uh, nine to one the total. Um, but really the freshmen that you had mentioned and, and some of the uh, other guys that you were excited about in training camp uh, clearly showed um, why uh, this is gonna be an exciting team to watch this year.
1: Yeah, I think the, uh, the exhibition provided a really good um, opportunity for us as we kind of navigate our way and into ramping up for the full season start here against ASU at home this, this coming weekend. And, you know, there's, there's a difference between summer hockey and, and then getting into training camp practice and then a scrimmage in training camp and then an exhibition game. And now we, we get ready for, uh, for Arizona state coming in this weekend. And so certainly, I mean, I think the weekend this past weekend provided us with what we needed with doing an inter-squad scrimmage on uh, Friday and then playing a full game on Saturday thought Lindenwood gave us um, some good looks and some good things that we need to get better at. And and then secondly, we were able to um, execute some things and, and put the puck in the back of the net. So all in all, um, you know, we couldn't have scripted it much better.
0: I thought it was uh, uh, sort of funny. I wanted to get your uh, take on 50 uh, year graduate senior Ryan Barrow uh, saw all sorts of time in that third period. I almost right up to the last shift, maybe the last shift. Now, was that coming from him or was that coming from you?
1: No, and I, I heard your broadcast, and you were you were amazed that he was still out there. But uh, no, we, you know, we um, it's a great question. I mean, in the second period, uh, we chose to shut down the Brink Savoy Gutman line, and then uh, Brett Stapley and Mike Benning and Kyle Mayhew. Um, and probably in normal circumstances, we would have shut down Ryan as well, but we felt like we needed 11 forwards and, um, for, for, I would say, uh, physical or medical reasons was why we chose, um, those four forwards. And so, um, Ryan needed to play. And then I thought, you know, we hadn't killed any penalties yet, uh, up to that point. So getting him some time on the kill, against some live fire I thought was, would be beneficial for him. And, um, and then we get to kill the three against five for a little bit of time. So we got some reps at that too. So um, yeah, probably wasn't fully planned or scripted for him to be a part of the third as much as he was, but at the end of the day, it gets him in game shape and uh, ready to go for this weekend.
0: Yeah. He's an older man now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's starting to go gray and you know the, the <laughs> hairline's thinning. so. <laughs>
0: Um all right well you know obviously the, the last year was uh, in the words of many uh, miserable uh, not only for the Denver hockey team but for college hockey uh, in general you guys were able to battle through it you I think you played a total of uh, 24 games so you got a huge season in front of you now um what have been uh, some of the changes that that you've noticed already with uh, guys preparing uh, to go into a full season knowing that uh you know, this is going to be a, a long road ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just um, the ability to plan and prepare in a, you know, a, a relatively normal structure and environment. And um, for us, that started, you know, in Denver and on our campus, things started to open up in the springtime of uh, 2021. And so it really started with, you know, our season ended and we sent the guys home for um, two weeks time and they came back, we did our year end meetings. And, um, and from that point on, they were, they were lifting together. They were spending time with one another, the guys who were coming back. And then it fed right into our summer, um, where guys were able to come back to Denver, um, you know, for the majority of the summer to lift and train with Shazi, you know, having our young pro alumni in the building, they get to be, Around those guys, our incoming freshmen get to be here for six weeks, and so it just kind of it's been the normal, natural progression that our players and our staff are are accustomed to, um, and then it feeds into um, you know the fall here where we had three full weeks of practice. Um, you know, we get to do an inter squad scrimmage, we get to um, play an exhibition game, and and now we're we're hitting the ground running. Whereas you side by side that that's last year. And, you know, you're going into the pod in December with um, seven practices under your belt with full team. And um, it's right into the Hornets nest with North Dakota twice, Duluth and St. Cloud. And it was what it was. I think um, one of the things in looking back on last year's playing exclusively that schedule and playing North Dakota seven times, um, arguably one of the best teams in, college hockey last year um, that we've seen in the last 10 years, I think it really hardened our, our, those freshmen and our sophomores of last year's group where um, we were forced into a lot of uncomfortable situations that um, we're now hopefully able to um, use to our advantage as we start our regular season play against Arizona State this weekend.
0: Yeah, and before we jump into Arizona State, which uh, as we know, uh, four non-conference games against Arizona State this year. But uh, back to the NCHC, um, in the preseason polls, and, and when you and I talked before, uh, it was pretty much thought of that St. Cloud State goes in as the preseason favorite, obviously playing in the national championship game last year. And then uh, because of the uh, pandemic rule and the transfer portal, getting so many of their players back. But between that and everybody else, it, it really is going to be extremely difficult to, to figure out where everyone's going to fall as this conference goes on and, and how much of that is because of these returning 50 or seniors and then transfers like the one you got Cameron Wright
1: at a Bowling Green. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, you, you do the pandemic and you, you add the extra year for everybody, not just the seniors, but every, you know, we get a, we get to do this for three summers. Um, it's not just this summer. And so it provides a really um, unique twist to the whole plot of, you know, trying to maintain um, dominance or, you know, have a bounce back year, whatever it is that a given team is um, trying to deal with. It it adds a different layer of complexity to it. And you've seen teams in our league approach things differently, um, you know, and and it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But yeah, St. Cloud, you know, gets all of their, you know, 50 years back, um, North Dakota brings in, I think five transfers, um, Duluth brings in one, but brings back five guys, Western and Omaha bring back pretty much everybody. Um, you know, we obviously only bring back Ryan Barrow and, and Cameron, Wright. We bring in with a, you know, really talented and dynamic freshman class. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be very unique. I think, you know, trying to simplify it a little bit for us is just, um, we made the decisions we made in the springtime. Um, we obviously stand by them and we're excited about the freshman group that we have. And our goal is to, as it has been in the early going is to just look like a different team, um, you know, week to week and month to month. And certainly there's some older teams in our league but we feel that um, we continue to improve and get better. We, we close that gap and um, we're a very dangerous hockey club.
0: All right, we'll take a quick break here on the David Carl Show. We'll be back on the Pioneer Radio Network.